Welcome and happy Friday. This is Travelog, the podcast of Connie Nast Traveler, and I am here in the podcast studios with Lali Ari Koglu, Karina Quinn, and Sebastian Modak, whose name I misspelled in my show notes. Oh, really? Sebastain. <laughs> That's when you do your metal band, your, your sort of dark metal band. Sebastain with the Sebastain. capital S and the capital N. Sebastain. Exactly. We got it all figured Punctuated <laughs> with a pentagram. All those people, in case you didn't know, are excellent at spelling, as I am not, and they're all editors for Condé Nast Traveler. My name is Brad Rickman, and we're going to talk today about what makes a great piece of luggage. So... Lale gets plaudits and many glass uh, clinks, like, or whatever those things are called. Yes, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> sound effects. I didn't make the sound I wanted sound it effects. to. Let's try that again. Um, for shepherding our, and, and, and largely <laughs> just producing, our global complete guide to packing, which yes. is live on the site as of this week. So you've spent a lot of time in luggage. <laughs> Physically? <laughs> a lot of time really? in luggage. I crawled into them. <laughs> is that how you They're test them? from the inside. That's how you out. test it out. <laughs> Can I get past TSA? <laughs> That's how we know. In oh. the bag. And Killing Eve is on everyone's minds because, do you remember this? Have you seen no, it No, we haven't yet? watched it yet. Oh, well, I won't spoil it for okay. you, but luggage has a role. Um, <laughs> sounds very sinister. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... What does make a great piece of luggage? What do we look for in a really good, let's say, carry-on bag? Let's start with that. Oh, God, I think it depends what sort of traveler you are. Everyone's looking for something different. Like, some people think that having a battery built into your suitcase is the most important thing you could have now, and other people just want something that works. I mean, I think there's many different camps. But I'm going <laughs> to go even more basic than that. Like, for your clothes, for your basic packing stuff, like, let's leave the battery. We can talk about the batteries. But... What do you look for and what bags have made you the happiest? I think bags that are designed to like make you a better packer. Okay. That have like, whether it's, you know, some sort of internal divider or some, one of those, whatever, you, whatever they are, that like netted mesh. thing, mesh yeah. thing. Anything that like helps you organize yourself mm-hmm. because I'm not an organized person and I'm very much like sit on my suitcase and hope it will just somehow magically crams in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you used any of those things? Like what have you seen in that category that does a really good job for you? I've just discovered packing cubes. Don't know if anyone's tried a packing cube before. Huge game changer. Especially for short haul trips, I think, when you have smaller luggage that you're carrying through. Does it mean that you can take less stuff at the end of the day? That's what I always worry about with the packing cubes. No, I find the opposite. Let you take more stuff. Yes, because it compacts it and it organizes it, which I think, it, like going to Lale's point, is that if you have a disorganized situation within your suitcase, you can't find things, you don't know what you have, so it tends to kind of be in disarray. But once you organize all of it and section it out, you, you kind of know exactly what you've got, what goes where. And I found that I can f- actually fit in more. Yeah, and then you have like packing cubes that are specifically designed for a certain bag, right? So like the packing cubes fill the entire surface area of that bag. So you're not wasting any space, but everything is super organized. And it's also great for packing because a lot of the times they're, you know, you can have packing cubes that are devoted to different things and labeled as such. So then you know you're not forgetting anything because you're like, oh, this says underwear on it. It's where all my underwear goes. Or this says charging cables. That's where all my charging cables go. You know? Yeah, you don't forget. And then when so you it's like ha- a checklist at the same time. Yeah. And when it's time to leave, you can repack to like go home very quickly too. I'm also one of those people who frequently won't unpack on a vacation. Like I will just pull things out uh-huh. of my suitcase and it becomes more and more of this like unruly mound. <laughs> um, whereas packing cubes kind of like 
plot saves you from yourself because they're everything's divided up and you can find things so easily they're also really good if you're doing like a multi-city trip and you have to have like different types of clothing for like different destinations different weather and you can actually just organize it in terms of like all right so in this cube this is like that weekend in this place and so on i also like if you need to grab something quickly you can find it very fast with the cubes yeah so cubes are the star Mm -hmm. good foundational who does cubes well Peak design. <laughs> we were just talking about this backpack, but it actually really, it's brand new. I think you can only pre order it right now. It was crowdfunded. Yeah. But they did an amazing job with packing cubes. So they, they made this backpack super versatile. You know, it has like multiple zippers so that you can access it from the back, but also like you can sling the backpack down to its side and ac- access it from the side. So Peak Design, the company does a lot with photography accessories. So the backpack was, I think, conceived with photographers in mind, but not just limited to that but that means that you know besides all the other bells and whistles there's this system of packing cubes and packing pouches that are the cubes themselves are designed for specific purposes so you can get the camera cube which is like perfect for fitting a camera in your lenses or the you know other tech accessory cube so it's perfect for fitting different tech accessories and like i said earlier you know it's an example of where the cubes fit perfectly into the dimensions of your backpack so it's just like a way to organize if you're as you're carry on, especially if you're involved in photography or something else kind of tech focused. So peak packing cubes coming with the actual luggage itself, and so built to fit into it and optimize exactly. the space in it. And it's 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 modular, so you don't have to get all the packing cubes if you don't want. If you're not a photographer, you're not going to want the f- camera packing cube, right? If you rely on your phone for photography, but I think it's like when you order it, you can kind of mix and match however it fits what you like to do with your backpack. So how big is the backpack? So that's another thing. It's 45 liters. That's so that's big. a big backpack, that's 45 big backpack. liters. But it's collapsible as well. So it goes down, it loses like 10 liters. To, so it can be your day pack as well. So you could ostensibly like go somewhere with it, with all your shit in your backpack, unpack in the hotel room, and then zip it down to a smaller size as your day pack when you're out walking around the city. Oh, and so, cool. said, would you use something like that as your like your main carry-on, or would you use it as, as the, the sort of secondary bag that you have with you? I could see myself, if I was going somewhere for five days, for example, this is the kind of backpack that I, that's all I need, because everything would be in there, my laptop, clothes for five days, my camera, and everything else. But then I think, yeah, if it's a longer trip like this, plus a carry-on roller, and you're good to go, and you don't have to check anything in, and you're set. Does it fit under a seat? Yeah. It does? Yeah. Okay, so you could have a carry-on up above. I also feel like if you're walking through the gate with a backpack, like it just doesn't ring the same alarm bells for the gate agents that any bag on wheels does. Because I've like been forced to check my carry-on before and seen like people with massive backpacks Mm -hmm. or duffels just like glide past because they're like, it's not a suitcase. Guilty, yeah. I currently travel with this (laughs) Eagle Creek backpack, which is about this big, maybe even bigger. And it's waterproof, which is another great thing to have in luggage, in my opinion. But it's huge. Like, if I put it next to my roller suitcase, like, it's pretty much the same size. But because it's on my back, it just doesn't ring any bells when I walk right through with my yeah. pulling my bag and I have the backpack. It's always some bro that, like, breezes <laughs> through. <laughs> with, thanks. With the, the duffels, <laughs> like the duffels irritate me even more than the backpacks because you see uh. people with these giant sort of sporty duffels and they're full of stuff and they're enormous. And they're taking up like two slots in the, yeah. in the carry-on. Don't get me started on the people that put it the wrong way yeah. in the overhead. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, it's full. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate that. 
we don't like those people. No. Lolly, what do you look for in a carry-on itself, like the shell outside? What kinds of things are you looking for when you go to buy one of those? Um, I like hard shell, but mm-hmm. maybe something that I had a really great suitcase that actually was like not cool in any way, but it just had this little kind of extra zip bit that you could I don't know detach or expand expand and then you like Mm. inevitably on the way back where you just have more stuff you Mm -hmm. could always it was like a miracle worker so anything I know those those are amazing they're amazing so I think anything that gives you more space on your return trip this brand um, Paravel that we've written about a lot uh, we just interviewed the co-founder Indra Rockefeller and they have this thing called um, stowaway and it's a collapsible bag that's like made out of this very lightweight material that you can collapse to be completely flat. So you just put it at the bottom of your suitcase when you go away. I've seen that. And then on the way back, when you've like bought a bunch of stuff, clothes, souvenirs, food, whatever, you can open up the stowaway, keep it as your carry-on, check the other bag, and you're like saved. But it takes up no room. It's a miracle worker. My weekender that I use is a like large format longchamp bag, but it's nylon and waterproof. It doesn't it, like I've had it for ten years. It shows no wear and tear. It has a zipper in the bottom so you can expand it if you acquire more things on your trip. But if it's empty, it folds up to a pouch like not any bigger than this little notebook that I'm holding here. So I can pack it into anything last minute if I think any, another bag coming back, or just when I'm home, I can stow it away without worrying about space. And it's carry. I love that. Is it carry on even when expanded? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so. to the duffel example, it's like an annoying carry on. Yeah. If I'm going for like weekend trips or work trips or whatever, I have like a hard clamshell. Yeah. You mentioned Paravel. What other companies are doing interesting work right now, in your opinion? I mean, I don't think we can have this conversation without talking about Away, which I think people are very <laughs> divided over. Oh, they're divided. Mm-hmm. Set the stage for Away. For, um, the, for the two people <laughs> out of 10,000. Assaulted who, by who, podcast who, ads and who, subway ads. Yeah. Yeah. Who don't know what Away is. So Living talk in, a, about away. in a bunker. <laughs> yeah. What's Away? So it was founded by these two women, Jen Rubio and Stephanie Corey. I think it was about three years ago now. And they weren't one of the first to put a battery in, this, in a suitcase, but they were like among them. And they've kind of like... For anyone that has sat on the subway and seen as for Casper mattresses, it's a very <laughs> similar kind of identity sort of. Yeah, and so they started off just with um, a very small collection of carry-ons, a bigger carry-on, and a checked bag, all hard shell, all the same design, have those sorts of features that are, you know, thinking about how to accommodate people's like packing needs or like lack of packing skills. Like you know, what? What do you think was? Because I always wondered this. I think away is fine, but what was the leap that they made other than the battery? I actually think it was like they took design features that like brands like Ramoa had been doing for a very long time at very high prices, and they just did them at a more affordable price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it at a really accessible price point. Yeah, it's like enough that you feel like you're definitely making an investment and you're spending quite a lot of money, but not so much that you think it's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. $250 for a carry-on that's supposed to last me for however many years. Maybe this isn't the most insane thing. And then you see everyone in the airport one and with one and you get tricked into buying it. <laughs> do you have one? I do have one. And you use it? I use it all the time. But I will say that I actually never use the battery. I have one of the... So on an aside, back earlier this year, airline regulations were introduced um, saying that you could not bring a lithium battery 
inside a suitcase on board a plane. It had to be removed and carried separately. It was kind of, I think the fear was it was going to do the same that those Samsung phones did when they like spontaneously combusted. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I have like one of the first designs they had where you can't pop the battery out easily like you can do now. And so it like you, ha- I, I had to remove it with a screwdriver from like the in- interior of my suitcase. So now I just like never use the battery. But it's Very also well made me- Very well designed. Very well designed. Yeah, they, they figured it out. <laughs> now they have a better design now. But it made me realize that like personally, like that's actually not something that I have any desire for. When Did you I- use it before you took it out? No, I almost forgot to charge it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'd forget to charge the case. Yeah. And so then I couldn't charge my phone. So it was just like completely like redundant. Dead yeah. And it it's takes worth, up space too. It's worth right? pointing out that like uh, Away being one of kind of the first to do this quote unquote smart luggage thing, which we can get into. The other two are bankrupt and out of business now. Who did just batteries? Who started, were like one of the first what companies. What are the other two? Blue Smart, which had to file for insolvency and sold all its assets to Travel Pro. Yeah. And Raiden was the other one, which also went under shortly there after. Are other there are other brands that have yeah. Yeah. No, but the, yeah. I'm saying the first one. The ones. first movie. Uh, got yeah. it. Okay, okay. got yeah. it. So they've lasted. And, and why, okay, let's. Arlo Sky's another brand that you yeah, have. Yeah, I was going to say. I, that's my brand. Yeah. All right, so let's take a minute because we do need to talk about smart luggage. I think as as talking about sort of what's changed. I think we can go back to Paravel too because there, you know, Paravel is interesting for more than just their their cubes or whatever. But um, Arlo Sky, why do you like the Arlo Sky? All right, for me with packing, it's form and function because I feel like when you're traveling, you just kind of want to feel like I travel a lot for work. I want to feel sort of buttoned up or at least like I'm representing well enough. But also I want to be an organized, efficient packer like you were saying, Lale. And Arlo Sky was started um, with alums from Toomey, another favorite brand of mine for luggage, and Louis Vuitton. And one of my, I guess one of the complaints I have about Away, which is exactly why the model is successful, is that they took very smart, very savvy design features and then I think sort of brought them down several notches to make it more affordable. So I found it kind of derivative. Like what I like about Arlo Sky is you pay more money, but like that thing is going to last me forever. The same way, like I have a Toomey from 2002 that still is as in good condition as ever. Um, But Arlo Sky has a couple of features that I like a lot. All of the materials, like from the exterior hard shell, like just can withstand any sort of beating. It's aluminum. Aluminum, if I'm not mistaken, bicarbonate right? or something. I think, yeah. I think the term is polycarbonate. Okay, oh, thank okay. you. Sorry, polycarbonate. <laughs> it feels like aluminum. Yeah, it, it it it's lightweight. The interiors are antimicrobial, which I have no idea what that means, but I will tell you, my brother who was on the road. I don't believe that. I my brother was on the road all the time for work, and he was like, that's amazing. Is it like coated um, in Lysol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Whatever. I mean, it's it a bonus so in my cool, book. Um, one of my favorite features, actually, there are two features. Uh, the wheels are a very like special patented kind of design from Japan that just like handles bumps and moving through the airport seamlessly like I can get around anyone in like different configurations with the wheels which I like but the biggest thing is that they did some testing when they created this design and they learned that most damage comes on luggage at the zipper like that's where the wear and tear and the breakage happens so it doesn't have a zipper it has a TSA approved lock and you set your code And that is huge for me. One of the zippers on my away back broke. That's my thing. It's like, you paid less for that luggage and people love it. But like, I would rather pay more and know that like, I got all the features I needed at the level I need so that it lasts me longer. I I don't want to replace it in five years. I was having to leave for the airport when it broke as well. And there's two zippers, but I was like, it's too late to unpack everything and repack it. Like I had to go because I was 
gonna miss my flight and so then i had to do it with one zipper and that was like a whole other yeah. headache and, and, I, and i'm too lazy to go get fixed right the you're just gonna buy another yeah which is i think the idea with a lot of those pro like because they're very encouraging. I don't want to impute. I don't want to impute. I don't know. I know. You're right. Nefarious <laughs> motives. In terms of you Strike going it. into their store and they will make those repairs for you. Right. And when, and for anyone that has one of the, again, I'm an incredibly lazy person that's never going to trundle my carry on into Soho on a Saturday to get this done. But if you go into their store and you have one of the um, old battery packs, they will like fix your suitcase to have it like a way in which you can remove it easier. And it's worth noting, like, once you get to a certain level of, of luggage creators, like, I mean, a, to me, remote, any of them, and away, all have really good warranty or repair programs. So even if you're past the warranty, often there's something you can do where you can get it fixed or refurbished very for at low cost, and they'll do it happily. Just want to take a moment to point out that these two suitcases, you look at away, and many others, and, and you look at the Arlo Sky, they're very similar in many respects, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're both those fold in the middle kinds of things as opposed to the zippers that are kind of like off center or whatever. And I think I point that out only because I think it creates an additional problem with the away suitcase having the zipper and the Arlo Sky not having the zipper makes it is kind of better because the zipper feels like this flimsy point, especially if you've got a lot of stuff packed in either side. You've got these two halves that feel heavy and you bring them together and it's like this thing that feels kind of flimsy holding them together. Whereas the Arlo Sky has those like clamps that just sort of like bang in. It can be a little harder to close them if you're like overpacked. You know, if you've overpacked, you there's know no you, compromising. This is back to your point at the very beginning, Lale, is like what I like about both of these suitcases is they force you to edit because there's mm-hmm. the, the hard, sh- I guess this is true of hard shells generally, but like you can't, there's only so much stuff you can get in that Arlo Sky and it's going to police that pretty, you know, aggressively for you. But if you play around, because <laughs> I'm lame, um, you can fit more than you think. It's all about with like going back to packing cubes and other things. You have to be really, everything has a place. And if you once you figure out what the puzzle pieces are and how they fit. I definitely need to go on record seconding your thing about the wheels. There is something about those wheels that is just magical. It is. And I, if it were for nothing else but the wheels, I'm just like, ooh. The wheels so and the, and the buckle, yeah. buckles or the clasps or yeah. whatever they are. But the. But it still has a dumb battery. It it pops right out. I know, but that the port it for does. it takes like enough space for it you does. could have fit like two extra pairs of socks in there. It does. It does. It's true. I don't need two extra pairs of socks. But we're you're talking about forcing <laughs> stuff into a bag. When, I just, when you use that bag, were you in China and like shit? I don't have those two extra pairs. Actually, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I borrowed one when I borrowed an Arlo. It was a beautiful bag and. I looked great using it. But, well, that's uh, the other thing that we haven't talked about, but this design, right? And that yeah, takes, it's a beautiful design. It's a yeah. beautifully designed bag. What do you think about the away design? What do you guys think about that? I like the design. I mean, I think they're super clever in the way they roll out these like limited edition colors and do these celebrity collaborations. The designs are incredibly simple, mm-hmm. um, and so I think when people like fall for a new one, it's because it's like this shade, particular shade of blue that mm-hmm. they really want, or like. The rose gold. You're a dumb dumb, and you want the millennial pink one. <laughs> I like the mi- minion yellow. <laughs> My nephews were all over minion it. Bro, if I saw you like gliding through one? the airport with a minion yellow, I would not be surprised. Do you have the Star <laughs> I Wars? The, I would get the I would get the yellow shoes to go with it. Like the, the, 
the Adidas. They're very. Sometimes the collaborations are like stretches, though, right? It's like the Star Wars collaboration is just like gray. It's just a gray suitcase. Yeah, I yeah. think it has a. It has a picture on it, or something. no? It, it has like it's it has very. An applique it's like a very abstract interpretation of the Death Star. <laughs> but don't you feel like away suitcases look like something that came off the Death Star anyway, just in terms of the shape and like the way the little lines happen on the yeah, side? It does have like an industrial. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but there's only one Death Star, and there's a million ways. <laughs> In an airport, Fair which enough. is a point, right? Actually, Brad, out of interest, would you buy your kid a kid's away bag? Like a Minion-themed one? Yeah. Like, I, is that something you would actually spend money on? Yeah, sure. After you bought yourself the Minions. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah, I mean, not yet. He's not at the point where he needs something of his own like mm-hmm. that. Like, he sort of used our sort of secondary bags, like older bags. And he doesn't pack himself. You know, the only thing he packs is a backpack. But I think by the time you get old enough to have your own bag, you're too old to have the minions bag. bag. Yeah, the minions bag. I don't you think know? you're ever too old for the minions. Bag. Well, that's <laughs> true. I'm talking to the wrong, wrong you're person. Not. <laughs> but I also think by that point, they they are so close. I'm sure to another rollout partnership that will speak to that age group too, and will yeah. nail it. Yeah. yeah. They do that smartly. Well, then I think what I feel like some YouTube star collaboration. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think what they've done really well is that, you know, you were kind of lamenting that they kind of took all those great design features that you could get from more expensive bags and like, like kind of cheapified them. But there's like a type of traveler that exists now that can afford to travel for more than ever, but still can't afford those Ramoa or Louis Vuitton bags. Like, sure. And, it, and suddenly they actually have like <laughs> self-included. Yeah. Our guy, yeah. I think, hit my price point. Everybody at the table. Um, We're publishing everybody. Yeah. Not finance. <laughs> <laughs> I put an ask out on Instagram just about like what sort of luggage people used and whether they liked it, and I got a lot of DMs from people, from you know, followers and readers, <laughs> saying that they had bought an away bag or a bag akin to that, and it was like their first nice piece of luggage that I had and these are people who were like 30 like that's cool it's not like they're like going off on their first trip after high school or something they've they've been traveling for years but this is the first time when they haven't been using like a piece of luggage they're kind of embarrassed of right I think that's really important and I think that that's an underappreciated thing that Away did and Arlo Sky kind of piggybacked on at a slightly higher price point right is that you had a lot of people for whom luggage was just a thing you had to have and suddenly Away gave them the opportunity to think about it. It's almost like entry-level luxury cars, right? Suddenly you can actually think about this piece of luggage as a thing and as a thing that's doing things for you and that represents you in a certain kind of way and think about packing in a little bit more uh, than a pragmatic, just get shit into the bag kind of way. And Away opened the door for that by giving them that price point that was expensive but accessible, like if you really were willing to prioritize it and then making it tasty by putting I don't know, minions on it yeah. or whatever. And there's yeah. another brand um, that launched. <laughs> I'm absorbing that. <laughs> That's what makes something tasty. Put minions on it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, people have 10 year old children. But yeah, there's a um, brand that launched earlier this year called Rome, which again was Toomey execs behind it. Yeah, that looks really cool. I was really into that until I, I was like, oh, I should get one. And then I tried looked and I looked at the price range. I yeah, was like, okay, uh, no, yeah, thanks. No, same experience. <laughs> and not when familiar. I was, but okay. when I was um, talking to them, I think the impression I got is they're relying on the people that are, you know, the millennials that, or, you know, who got hooked on a way. And then they're like, I want an upgrade. 
and yeah. that's when they'll like invest in something that's like so, so it's like it's super customizable, right? You yeah. can like do every down to the color of your wheels, like literally every color imaginable. But is it just about color, like how it looks, or is, is it customizable in terms of features and and that like you may not care about a battery, or I might be not, but apparently wheels are a big deal to me. Like how does I that work? I don't think they have a battery, and I think that was a because yeah. they were launching right when they don't have a battery. Yeah, actually, those I regulations about changed, that. Okay. and they were like, we're just not gonna. Play with fire because they one, get sure. it because it's stupid to begin with. When can I talk about this? I'm like chopping it. Go ahead. I know you're just <laughs> go ahead. Can't hold you back anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think smart luggage was like quote unquote smart, like the way it was marketed as a piece of luggage with a battery in it. Okay, right? but that's not. Uh, you gotta talk about smart luggage is more than just the battery. Like the battery but, is but a big not, piece of it. Not when the term smart luggage first appeared. It was smart what luggage. What about the Bluetooth? But like that wasn't even part of it at the beginning. I feel like it was as long as it had a battery in it, you could call it smart luggage in your ad. Well, so and I think Away was guilty of this too at the beginning too. They're like smart bags, whatever. Then they've they've chilled out on that since because I think they've realized it's stupid, especially in light of the new regulations about bringing that thing on the plane. So um, wait, back out real quick. Yeah. So there's like smart luggage in terms of it was marketed in a clever way mm-hmm. versus like what to you qualifies as smart luggage. Yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. And actually, I don't think it really has anything to do with technology because I don't like your airline is tracking your bag, and you're but not going to get. In no, fairness. every time it goes through a checkpoint, oh, yeah, at some point they scan your bag. They weren't telling you about it though. You can, you can ask. You go to the counter. You say, "Where's oh, my I bag?" Would, they will tell I you never where you're going. Have you been to that counter? Yeah, have you yeah. been to yeah. Dallas? No, you at your, any counter. <laughs> you go I, to, I try to stay away from the counter. No, what I'm saying is, like, so this is like three years ago, four years ago. So right around the time that Away kind of started to break. I don't know when Away started, but but. I went into the MoMA store in Soho, like at Christmas I love time. that store. And there was a bag there that had like Wi-Fi, you know, it would create a Wi-Fi hotspot and it had the battery in it. I don't remember the brand. Like your phone creates a I Wi-Fi hotspot. Yes, I know. <laughs> but my point is just that that was the sort of smart luggage paradigm. I know Away created this sort of mass market for it or tapped into a mass market for it. But there were these pioneers who were putting every fucking like quote-unquote digital thing that they could think of into the bag. And I think that the the category of smart luggage is broader than just the batteries that you're talking about. I agree. I agree. And I think it's all pretty stupid. (laughs) I wasn't disagreeing (laughs) with you about that. I was starting with the battery to say that. I just wanted to make the point. It was very stupid to like market your new product as being revolutionary because it has a battery in it the size of like a fucking hard drive when you could buy one the size of like a business card for $20 that fits into your wallet. And like the thing was, this bag comes with a battery. Wow, you put a power bank inside something that like you can go buy a power bank at CVS, you know? Okay, like, but I'm gonna keep yeah. devils which, advocating which you. So, yeah. so like you're a nerd, right? You know that you can go do that at you know wherever, and you have all kinds of you know knowledge about this sort of thing, and I do because I'm a nerd too. But regular people, don't you feel like at some level this was like, oh, that's really cool? I would never ever go on Amazon and search for portable battery, USB battery. Well, also, like, you guys know me as, like, one of the most organized, uptight people in the office. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> um, 
I forget my charger everywhere I go. That's like one of my Achilles heels. You should get a power bank. I would forget it too. So like, you keep it I don't in your know. purse. Like, you like, but would you, know? you remember to charge the bag? No. Well, and exactly. there's so much so, where I'm like, God, all of these things could help me. And I would buy into that. But I'm saying my anger comes from the fact that they took this thing that's like. Can we call it rage? They literally. <laughs> and they made that the selling point for this new kind of revolution in suitcases to like parallel the rollerboard or the, you know, moving from trunk to, to wheels. And now it's biting back, right? Because of regulations, because these things are exploding, because it's lithium ion. Well, so okay. it's like it's like it's like the mini disc of of innovation. In that, that like cold. people got <laughs> super so super stoked, and then they were oh like, "Oh wait, God. it's just a fucking CD, smaller <laughs> in a one. case." Yeah, and that died really quick. I'm gonna defend him against think, the mini disc man because at least you can take the battery out and actually use it to charge your phone because it's just a regular battery. It's a really like ugly, cumbersome battery. Not that, in like, the Arlo Sky. It's actually it's very sexy actually, in the Arlo yeah. Sky. I left mine in a in the seat back pocket at one point and lost it, so now it's just oh, an. But you can replace it. You know how to his. <laughs> point so now i'm on his side so to his point you were the fair if i go if i go on to amazon and buy an anchor battery of like the same or greater capacity i can get it for like 25 dollars the arlo sky one costs 75 dollars to replace it's it. ridiculous it's a ten thousand milliamp which says i know you guy, don't care that is so stupid who likes the luggage with its customized own same yes, brand that cubes. is smart that is smart to I mean, me what is their replacement fee that is smart I don't know. Yeah, what, what happens if you lose the? Yeah, the you just stop using the cubes. Button. Like I'm, I don't know. But I'm you saying, never it's, stop to using me, the it's cubes. smart. Like things like that is smart. Like Rome coming up with the thing where you could really customize every part of your luggage to really make it your own, so you're not another away suitcase at the airport. That's smart to me as a business move. Something that has packing cubes that fit perfectly into your bag, so that you can really organize your shit. That's smart. People are talking about robotic luggage that like follows you down That's the street. That's the dumbest thing. Like, yeah, that is pass. not smart. Pass. Just because you just I don't pack, want like, anything to follow me. Why don't no. you like robots? What do you have Packing technology robots? into Tell something me. does not Everything. make it like necessarily smart. And I that, just, yeah. And yeah. I'm saying that I as someone who writes about technology. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. So, so we saying, should believe you. <laughs> exactly. There's an embarrassment of riches situation going on. Yeah. I feel like Lale is about to speak to. No, I was just going to say, I hate technology. I'm a mini desk girl. No, um, I don't know. One of the only joys of flying now is the fact that like no one can reach me, and even that's getting harder because <laughs> you can like have Wi-Fi. I don't want my phone charged when I'm traveling. I just want people to. I just oh, want some I peace so and quiet. I just want so some peace and quiet, and to be excited about my holiday, mm-hmm. and not have to text anyone if my phone dies. So be it. Is there anything better than when you promise everyone I'm? On a flight, that whole flight, I will like I will log in and I will get back to all of this then. And then you get in and the Wi-Fi is down and you're like, hmm, son of a beastie. It's Can't do it. Although <laughs> I was on Later. a um, flight recently where they they had taken the in-flight entertainment screens out of the seat backs mm-hmm. and instead now you have to like log in on the app and watch it on your phone or iPad. But the Wi-Fi had, thing, yeah, BYO. the Wi-Fi wasn't working, so then you couldn't log in to watch the stuff. So it was just a blank gray seat. So we're getting I, off topic. Yeah, that's like that's hours. like when you're in an airport, like an international <laughs> airport, and you try to go to the Wi-Fi, and it sends you a confirmation code to your email, <laughs> <laughs> and as you're like, "Wait, are you kidding me? Is this I a think- joke?" We're off Smart. the luggage thing, but I do think we are supporting Seb's point about 
technology doesn't equal smart. And like, I'm down with technology. I'll travel with a power bank, obviously, except in Indonesia because they take it away from you. And China, if they, they'll take it away from oh, you. Oh, good tip. Pro tip. Right if there. It, yeah. If it doesn't have a certain, if it doesn't have the power that it has, like a labeled the power that it has on it. Are you talking and about there's the a battery or the device? The battery. Okay. Um, you mean like over a certain threshold you can't bring it or yeah, under? over a certain threshold you oh, can't bring it. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, that would be so scary. You would I had, be turned I had, away at massive. the door. I had one that like didn't have it on it, so I wasn't able to tell them how, and they took it away. The point is that like all the energy that they've put into doing this thing could go into like real suitcase innovation, which I think has like lagged considerably, considering like we haven't really done much to the suitcase for the past. What, what? do you want to see done to yeah. the suitcase? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like <laughs> things like the, the stuff that's the innovations that are going on around like organization now is really cool. The innovations that are going on around design, making the wheels that you guys are talking about and how good they are, you know, that sounds like a good idea. It took them like. I have I have the numbers here. Seb consults the internet. <laughs> I consult a piece that I wrote. Um, Seb, Seb consults, consults his own his work. Own work. <laughs> Seb gets self-referential. It took a hundred years to go from steamer trunk to rollerboard suitcase when the first rollerboard came out. No, I think I wrote and a then, lead once, which was that it like we figured out how to land on the moon in a shorter amount of time than we yeah. did to put wheels on a suitcase. So yeah, nice hundred years, and then another wow. seventeen. For Samsonite, for Samsonite to come out with another 17 after that, 17 years for Samsonite to be like, oh shit, what if we put two more wheels on that and invent the spinner, which is, you know, Hmm. the standard now. Um, I did see that there are a lot of models that are two wheelers for carry-ons, and I don't understand what the advantage of that is. Oh, there is none. None. The two wheeler? Mm -hmm. I just don't feel it. Cheaper? Right? Is that it? Yeah. I I think it's just cheaper. Less stuff to break, I guess, but you just make good wheels. They do break a lot, I guess, is a thing. Mine haven't, but I hear this. It's because we have Arlo's guy. Yeah. We have the good ones. Um, This idea of having organization within the suitcase doesn't have to be complicated, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like totally. both Away and Arlo Sky, not to keep sticking with these, but they're they're sort of the same model. They help you do this in a really basic way just by having those containers that are mostly flat. I'll give you another example that, is, is a place that, that we haven't really written about because it's not, I don't think it's as quite as fashionable, but there's a company called Genius Pack, which I I have two suitcases from them. Lally does um, not approve. I was just going to be like, sounds cool. <laughs> also, I was like, <laughs> so um, Seb's like cool. it's called Genius Pack no and battery, I have it. <laughs> hard, hard case, bag, no fucking battery to be seen within miles of it. and But it ha- does have, you know, it has the, the back laundry compartment just to throw all your dirty shit so you don't have to carry it with you. It has an entire section of labeled compartments as well. They're not cubes, they're part of the bag. But there's labeled compartments. You don't have to use them for the express purpose that they're telling you to use them. But it's labeled, you know, socks, uh, whatever, electronics. And you can really just throw your stuff in there. It's got a checklist on the side of the bag built into the fabric of, like, things you might be bringing with you. So you can look at it right before you leave, just, like, quickly glance and be like, oh, shit, you know, chargers. Forgot that. Like, little things like that. That's great. I actually have a question for you. Because you did your big trip to Greenland and you mm. had to have a very specific packing list. What Ooh. what luggage did you bring with you? I brought this Genius Pack check-in bag, because I was gone for two weeks, and a, a moisture monitoring waterproof This keep it G. Backpack. Or, or you can say all the dirty words. Like, <laughs> Humidity mo- monitoring 
waterproof backpack for all my camera gear and electronics. You worried about fungus on the lens? Yeah, and exactly. And just general moisture if I'm going to be in the water and walking on ice and shit, you know? You could have used that peak. I could have if it had, yeah. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you with my genius pack rent. (laughs) No, all I was going to say is just even a simple thing as those full form, flat pockets that sit on top of each side of the bag in those kind of like clamshell type bags will force you to organize what you're doing. And I say this, I had never thought about this that much, but I took a recent trip. Uh, I went to London with, it was a work trip with a couple of other people. And at some point I had to like, I don't know, I had to open the bag for some reason. And one of my colleagues was like, oh, you're such an organized packer. And I was like, no, no one has ever, ever used the word organized in conjunction with me in any way, shape or form. And I realized it was just because the bag had made me be that way, because it sort of forces you into that space and then forces you to press down on that space and have everything kind of. And and that was without cubes. Cubes would make that even more. They've taken that mesh away for that particular model that we have. So I have turned to the cubes and I find that even better. Oh, I'm not happy that they took the the mesh away. I like the mesh. Early adopter. What do people do about shoes? Do you have like shoe bags? I hate shoes. Packing shoes. (laughs) Shoes. The worst. Um, I love the idea of these bags for your shoes to pack in, but it's not at all feasible. You have to spread them out around the corners yeah. and it tuck them into the places. How do you yeah. handle that? How do you handle that? Well, I, I have, depending on the luggage I'm using, like if I have a, a, a bag, like a duffel style or weekender bag, right? Like they can just like create the bottom layer and then you build over it or and roll. But they're irregular. <laughs> But so no, is, when you put so them side the to side, is, you yeah, know, like you put them side to side, platform. so you try and create a rectangle as best you can. They go in a bag, and then it goes into this like duffel or movable mesh bag, right? That's like your weekender, right? And then you get into your hard clamshell, and that's when they have to go around like heels to corner. Oh, it's so. And stressful. then in the center where you have space, and then if you get into <laughs> checked baggage, do you put things same. inside your shoes to save space? There, I don't. Unlike oh, Seb, shit, I'm not really a sock genius. fan. Wait, I should put my socks in there. Yeah, that's why you could have put your socks. Oh, that's like, genius. Apparently you can't can't I also it's only ever really bring like the pair of shoes that I'm wearing when I leave. I like to push them as compact <laughs> as possible. What are you possible. gonna do with him? <laughs> How the two of you sit next to each other all day? God with only knows. Pack. <laughs> his genius pack and his one pair of shoes. But ten years of socks. Even I have like two. And I've never been excused of, uh, accused of being fashionable. Um, I got a quote about luggage fashion if you want to hear it. Yes. The, from who? Oh, <laughs> from, yes. Source? From what's Groucho his name? Marx. Um, I, I'm actually curious what you guys will say to this. The, the founder of Raiden, the company that was kind of competing with Away and then went under recently. But also, I think, were the first to put Yes, uh, they were They were before yeah. Away. Yeah. yeah. Away did something right that Raiden didn't. But, um, oh, they're pretty colors. <laughs> it was the millennial pink. The the owner basically said that he thought his model was doomed from the start, regardless of the battery thing, because he said, quote, it's not going to work to treat suitcases like a fashion item. Millennials in New York and San Francisco don't have space for a bunch of suitcases that match their outfit. Right. They want one. Bring, they want us. The, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, they want the one. And that's where Away figured that out as they brought it to them. What about Paravel? Now, or we're genius back to, pack, you now we're back to Paragon. <laughs> or genius pack. <laughs> genius pack. Handled it comes in black and gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it have wings? 
Parallel focuses on a completely different set of goals, I think. They're much more about... I think they think a lot more about the visual. And that's not to say that, like, Away and Arlo Sky don't look good, because I think they do look really good. But it's really fun. It's, like, a really fun brand. And the colours are great. And it's got this, like, sort of retro, slightly, like, Wes Andersy type style to it, which is super fun. Am I going to take a Paravel bag for, like, two weeks in the Arctic? Like, no. But, mm-hmm. like, will I take it to Europe for a long weekend? Like, 100%. You know, they have, like, duffel. And, and again, they, they don't have, like, a suitcase on wheels. It's it's very carry-on focused and a lot of more, like, weekend short trips. No batteries, no technology. Just, like, beautifully made bags. That are visually... Visually look great. Yeah. Um, you and said in your in your interview or in the intro to your interview with Indra, you said they brought the romance back. Yeah, to and I think they uh, have. That's like a that's a good way to put it. That's what they're kind of. Focused I thought that was on. really nice. Yeah. You Thank look you. at them. Thank and you, Brad. Maybe you should think about writing for a living. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, maybe. No, but they do have a style. They prioritize style. Do you feel like they do that? Because uh, you've actually used them. I haven't used them. I think they look great, um, and I'd love to have one. I think the Weekenders look really great. You know, they sort of have that um, that style. But do you feel like they do that at the sacrifice of things that actually matter, like practicality, or have they managed to balance those? Two I think things? they balanced it. I think what they've they've been quite good at is coming up with lots of packing tricks and sneaky little features that allow you to fit more in. So they have like packing cubes in like all these like eye popping colors that are just like super fun and like look really great slotted into your larger bag they have a lot of things that are like collapsible or expandable bags within bags um cross bodies um for when you're going through the airport karina and brad are feverishly looking I mean, at I, think on the I also think people. i remember i remember this from editing a piece from the packing guide but that like some of them are like waterproof and shit too. That's yeah. hugely practical. Yeah. That, that for me is like oh, the definitely. number one thing. I think every bag should be waterproof. Yeah. I, well, it antimicrobial. Should be kind of a no. <laughs> it should be a no-brainer. Yeah, like because and, also and sometimes most suitcases aren't because sometimes like the you know the outer shell will be pretty waterproof, but as soon as the water hits that zipper area, everything in your bag's wet when it comes out. And if you're checking in a bag and it's sitting on some tarmac somewhere in a storm because of a delay. You get to your destination, you open your bag, everything's fucking soaked. Yeah. How, how, have they not how made often everything? has that actually happened to you? Oh, oh God. many times. That happened to me in... Many Pal- times. I went to... We were in Mexico, this was a, a number of years ago, and we got caught in an absolute deluge in the sort of rainforest in Chiapas. And we got... We had to pick the luggage up off... It was literally like a flood. Everything was just kind of going bananas because it's rainforest. And we had to pick the stuff up. And meanwhile, it was just, like, leaking in everywhere. And it, we, I, we got completely... Like, all of our stuff Ooh. got completely soaked. Oh, that's awful. It was, like, hanging it on chairs at the next stop, like, you know? God like, forbid you have any electronics in there. Like, yeah. That's why, like, my carry-on, my back... Cause I usually, you know, carry-on primarily is my backpack, and then it's maybe a suitcase with it. But my backpack, it, always, it has to be waterproof. Do you pack in a certain way to, like, protect certain things, too? I just use a waterproof backpack. So but, like, does use, it have like, a zipper? Eagle Creek has a zipper, I the like one that I use right now. My and cubes it's, are Eagle Creek, but... 
it's wouldn't water still leak through it? The the zipper area is what they call water resistant, and the actual rest of it is super mean? waterproof. It means it because can. It tries really hard. Yeah, yeah. it does. But best. if the water is super it can, wet, it, it means best. it can take a little bit. Um, so if it's raining, like you're gonna be okay. If you dunk the thing in the ocean, like maybe not. But then I have you know, like when I went to the Arctic, I have a backpack made by this Chinese company Inrigo that did a Kickstarter for this backpack that, like I said, is 100% waterproof. It's a seal at the top. It even, like I said, it has a Bluetooth monitor to tell you if it's getting too humid inside of it so that your camera gear is safe. You'll get an alert if you're if it's getting oh dangerous. Oh, my God. He is way more uh, nerd than me, man. Your jealousy <laughs> is I'm, on display. I am really feeling, <laughs> like peak feeling design, the, the smallness of my nerditude right now. <laughs> the peak like, design backpack that you were talking up. about. That is you're intense. not showing up. The peak design backpack that you were talking about is already like pretty water, water resistant, but it also has you know like a rain hood that you can just pull out and just put over it so that everything's secure. Because like that's really what's going to be... If Can you I get, tell you if why? If you get home and you open your carry-on and your laptop and your camera and, you know, all your cords and shit... You're making me nervous because the reason why I haven't taken that thing home and actually tried to use it is because it has so many fucking pockets and <laughs> things to deal with. Watch and the you video. just described like a hundred things. Like, I, I, I... This is... This is the thing that I have discovered is that I thought I would like all of those things, but what I really like the most I can take is what's in that Arlo Sky bag, which is like the two slabs that sit on top of everything. I have this J. Crew bag. I don't even know if it's waterproof or not. I hope it is because it's <laughs> it's it's canvas. And the only thing that has displaced it is the Arlo Sky because I loved how simple it was. It's like one compartment. There are no places to put your laptop. There's no whatever. You have to think about like – does the thing that is fragile? I, I, I don't know. I feel it, like I know you enough, Brad, that if you yeah. put the time it. into like learning this peak design bag, you would never go back. Oh, and no. you would have your system and like you work. would be so into the system and you'd have all your tablets and He's trying to nerd shame me now. Yeah. No, I feel you like just haven't put in the time. No, he, <laughs> exactly. He only has the bandwidth for so much nerdity. Like you're asking him to stretch beyond. You're lazy. Which I think he would he would welcome that invitation to stretch beyond his current nerdity. <laughs> <laughs> He's at max, uh, back <laughs> off. Okay, so we've talked about carry-ons, which are the most important thing. But what else you know, is there to talk about in this realm? Do you guys check? I think it's pretty mm-hmm. revealing that we spent this long talking about carry-ons. I do check, though. Do you? It depends on trip. Depends on the trip. I feel like bags, once they get big, we, we have one of these big bags. I don't use it. Uh, Laura uses it. And I just, like, I can't go near it. It's enormous. It feels like a gigantic thing. When I hit 10 days, after 10 days, I feel like I have to check. Unless I'm going to do laundry on the road, which sucks. Week or more, but I did two weeks forget. in a carry-on. Wow. I've heard this. I can't do it. Did but, you do um, laundry? I did. I was in an, halfway through, I was in an Airbnb that had, a, like, a washer yeah, and a dryer. Totally so would. yeah. That's different. And it was great. And it was also like, I was in like Turkey and Greece in the summer. Like, I wasn't packing like sweaters and things. Like, I've toured with a band for like a month and just done carry on because you know you're going to hit somewhere with like a laundromat or something at some point, right? Well, I always like. Sorry, but like any other, what if it's just like a trip? Like, the trip I just did to Indonesia was two weeks. I had to check in. And at certain points, if, if like, along the way you're hitting a wedding and there's two nights of special dress and all of that stuff, right. you know, I think yeah. that can really add up. But it's funny you say that because my large check bag is that to me that I've had from 2002 to 2003, and it can be carried on. It's just larger than the Arlo Sky. Huh. 
And it's expandable. Okay. It's the international expandable Have you wheel. had trouble getting it, like, taking it on no. the plane? No. Oddly enough, I, and I got to a point where with recent regulations and I'd gotten so dependent upon the Arlo Sky, it's also, I've got the clamshell with the Arlo Sky, but this one's nylon, so it's it's a little more it's malleable. Flexible. I like that. Do you, do you I miss do, that when you use the Arlo? The Arlo, like, I have my, my grades, so I have, like, the weekend Nylander, like, duffel type thing, uh-huh. and then three to five days, especially for work, is Arlo, and then... Are hard shells, like, in fashion? Are hard shells... De- I demoted. probably, but I'm not the person to ask. Like, like I, I just feel like I've, see, I feel like I've seen they, them way. I feel like it's no, kind of your job are. to know how to answer yeah, that question. I feel I like they, they are, are, right? I mean, yeah. none of these places are making. I mean, no, I guess no, oh, they're all making. No, Paravel is making. Paravel, Paravel, I guess. Paravel is the exception. Like, like and, and, and away will make like the small the little duffel to go with yes, your suitcase, which is very yeah. cool, actually. But like, and it has a little thing that attaches. It's not like an option. I feel like in the '90s, oh, it was all soft, shitty, soft American tourist or you know. Giant canvas suitcases. But don't you feel like we were maybe that was just my family? But which up until like literally like two years ago, I was using like a very average but reliable nylon bag that I had like got ten years ago. Is it ripstop nylon? Who knows? I have no idea. I hope so. I it it lasts the the course. The genius pack is definitely (laughs) ripstop nylon. I had to like pull out the Tumi recently for a long trip, and it'd been so long since I used it. But like, I don't replace it because I love it. And I asked them, and I was like, "Is this gonna pass carry on? I really don't want to check it." And they were like, "It's the carry on model. It's just larger than most carry ons." We keep downsizing. Were people like, "Ooh, soft, soft suitcase?" I know they were like, "They were like, you're so old." Uh, (laughs) Where's your like Nokia thirty two (laughs) ten? Your flip like Motorola. Um, I have convinced myself that taking a carry-on is going to make my airport and flying experience like less stressful. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it does. Discuss. I'm kind of. I kind of agree with you. Right. Yeah. Because now there is literally the past year. Every time I've taken a carry-on onto a plane, there is the like electric anxiety in the gate of everyone with their carry-ons exactly. trying to make sure they get board, on the plane. Yep. And get it in that they, overhead. Yeah. And it. I mean, it's like brutal out there like people are mean if i'm if i'm going to if i'm not making a connection and i'm just going straight to a destination i i'll be the first one up to volunteer yeah. the free check i've started packing a carry-on just to avoid but i'll still that check stress. it yeah. I will, it's actually so much nicer i will yeah. gate check it that's fine what i got on like a shuttle between new york and dc the other week was that the only space for my overhead carry-on which is not i had the airless guy um i had to walk back a good 20 25 aisles oh. so i was like in seven but my bag was in yeah. 30, so I had to let the whole plane deboard before that I could get it. Horrible. It's way I'm worse sorry. than that waiting is, at baggage claim. I know, yeah. like it's the same amount of time, but like more stifling. I don't know. Yeah, because that stupid thing is over your head and you That's feel claustrophobic. You just want to get the hell off the plane. Because you're yeah. operating, like for shuttles, you're operating off of old flights. So, like, they, they haven't adjusted the luggage carriers to, and people don't know the book spine i don't know the term but like when you align the bag the way it should upright but the skinniest um, yeah right where people yes i think it's called common sense (laughs) (laughs) people don't use it never never so we've talked about the exterior of the suitcase and we've talked many times on this podcast and elsewhere about rolling versus flat packing but what can we offer to listeners about packing itself filling the suitcase we have certainly recommended the packing cube yes i think there's no question about that i'm going to run out and buy some i'm going to get those paravel minion yellow 
I'm going to get an away minion bag, and I'm going to get a away uh, a Paravel minion yellow packing cube trio, and I'm going to be a super happy guy. But other than that, what secrets do you guys have? I've already divulged the put things inside your shoes. Roll. Roll? You're Are a you roller? Roll. Are I you am. really? Within the cube. Do you know we empirically tested this? And, well, we didn't like do it inside the cube. you roll in the cube. I, Correct. That is mind-blowing. That, that feels, like, like, counterintuitive to the I cube. I told you I can fit more in that Arlo sky than anyone I'm else a, on I'm Earth. I'm kind of just a shover. No. Just empirically oh, tested no. though brad let's of go back to that <laughs> Wait, what did you empirically test because i promise well, you i, I refuted do it. it jana did it but okay. um long time listeners will remember jana she had deserted us uh but <laughs> she uh and her husband who was a photographer did a test where they rolled the same amount of luggage and flat packed the same amount of luggage and like filled, as in, like and then you know tried to fill a suitcase and they got more in as flat pack than they did as rolling so the cubes i got from eagle creek actually so if i if you're picturing a clamshell on one side the smaller pieces which are your like intimates and your <laughs> shoes and your pajamas your dot kits all of the like smaller accessories level things get rolled and configured in lots of weird haphazard ways and then your bigger pieces like your sweaters your shirts your pants go into the largest piece of all and they take the other side of the clamshell and they all get folded in a very special way. And there's instructions within the cube, which I love. So, and it has a folding board. Like, do you remember oh, Reality so Bites when she's at the Gap and she's like, <gasps> yes. Doing, yes, and she's folding shirts? It's that thing where she like pulls out the, Janine Garofalo pulls out the the board. So I actually think it's the best of both worlds. I mean, Seb looks jaws are jaws. I've hit the table. All, just all, all just one actually. No, I'm Very, pretty. I'm pretty impressed. You got oh, yeah. a folding so, board. Marie Kondo would approve. So I'm just thinking yeah. that I'm gonna go home and watch reality bites. <laughs> it still holds up. It's a real classic. Um, and so you you do half and half. Like there's no one empirical winner in my opinion. You fold on one side for the most important larger pieces, and then you roll and tuck and you know whatever you have to do to get that extra pair of shoes in on the other obsessively diplomatic for you not by design it just worked out that way that is impressive that is you have you have achieved detente of packing you've bridged the gap this is you've the most the positive aisle. feedback i've gotten all week you've, i'm writing it to that the melbourne end. guide looks great <laughs> thanks um no you cross the aisle between the flat packers and the rollers i don't think there's one this or the is other a, this is a fundamentalist war that's been going on for years and i think you just solved it well, i think this is could speak to a lot of other arguments we have as a culture and people which is like it's not one or the other you gotta that, find the happy in between that's a separate podcast mm -hmm. tips um, lay all of your stuff out on the bed before you put it in the suitcase. Mm -hmm. oh, I never do that. See oh, of course you don't. <laughs> this is the, we've uncovered, <laughs> this is like a marriage counseling session <laughs> thing. I'm like, how do you know what suitcase is right for you? <laughs> I, he wants tech, he wants to tour. I mean, you, and he I, like you said, there are soaked. many different travelers. Many different so travelers. for me, exactly. it's Peak Design, Genius Pack, and Eagle Creek, you know? No, but if you put it out on the bed, you can see if you're overpacking. It's you know, it's that like very like old-fashioned rule, like put on all your jewelry and then take a piece off. Chanel, um, I think it applies to Wait, packing I don't know as that well. Rule. It's from Coco Chanel. Before you walk out the door, remove at least one piece, so that you're not overdressed. Okay, mm. overdoing. And Trying I think the same hard. thing works for packing. Look but at if all you your know stuff. that going into when you're dressing, you're just gonna 
think about the thing that you need to give up before you leave the house. I don't think about At the it end of this really. podcast, I want us to each say how often, like what scenarios in which we most often travel, because Seb is clearly the like rock and roll on the road traveler. <laughs> Stuff my shit in a bag. <laughs> Hope the like, bag sorts it out. It's got to be waterproof in a backpack. Yeah, throw the bag in the, in the water, <laughs> drag it along behind me. Um, but yeah, you can see if you're overpacking, you can see if you're missing anything, you can do it by day, by outfit. Wow. I do that too. It's the same as putting it all in the suitcase. It's like one tiny extra step. I and, makes, can, and I just pre-fold, pre-fold everything and I, then I'll just take the little heap and put it in. I also interrupt this question line to ask how far in advance do you pack? Because like I know. Oh, day of. <gasps> day of. Too. I'm, hour, I'm in Lala's boat before. there. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Common yes. ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree. All right, so I'll how, stop how, talking. Yeah, no. yes. Get the pathology no, it's, it's, all the it's way It's really interesting Go working ahead. at a travel publication because we have many differing opinions on this. I know, like, like actually earlier this, Catherine, our colleague, sorry, Catherine, I'm just calling you out, <laughs> but she left, what, yesterday? Yes. Yeah. To, to Washington, D.C. on a train. Yeah. And she had already packed by Monday. Oh, what? Same. I, have I would no, always what? do that. I cannot do this. No, that's laundry is done. Yeah. The laundry is done Half the weekend before. Done the Sunday. Exactly. The laundry is the night before. Out. The packing's the day of. No, laundry, five days or more out. <laughs> By that point, you need another round of laundry. (laughs) You you set aside the things you know are essential for the trip. (laughs) And you you were in your laundry day clothes to work for five days. Her, know, office, is, her know. office is far enough away that we don't actually see when this is happening. I want to know by Everything. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday Walk night, me through it. Sunday night, whatever it is, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, although like consider a three to five day window. I start thinking three like, to what's, five days. When are you traveling and you don't have a That's three to five day advance? To like to you never, check I know. A, like put a check in the bank, three to five working days. <laughs> Check. I'm I'm gonna go against the grain here and tell you that there are apps for that. I don't use you technology. Can do it <laughs> I'm the least she likely lets adopter die of that. Three days, three to five days before she. No, packs. but like Sunday sure. night, it's whatever I need for that trip is clean. It's sitting in a pile, and then each day I keep laying out and culling until I know exactly what I need. Wow. And then night before it goes in the suitcase. Do you have a list? Like, do you make a list? A. To like keep me on track. Yeah, I but used then. to make lists until I traveled enough that I think I, it was just kind of became Automatic, second yeah. second nature of like what so I you, actually needed. So you mean you never got to the airport, looked down, and realized you were wearing two different shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened to you? Yes. That's adorable. How? you only have one pair. Sometime recently, there were, though. They were both Converse, and one was all white and one was all black. So I just rolled with it, and I said I was doing, you know, making my own little fashion statement. You're the only person who get away with that. I'd be horrified. Seb's like, I look cooler than usual. <laughs> this is like my, the point at which my wife would say, "No, yeah. you're going home and getting the correct shoes." I was traveling and we're alone. taking another plane. I was traveling alone. If it I was were, all right. If I if I heard her say that to me, I'd be like, agreed, hundred percent. I'm in a cab now. Hold my spot. But like this one can get away with it. So don't indulge him too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got that indulged, indulged. Very uh, smug. Yeah, smug by the fact that I walked out at the door with two different shoes on. I think about this a lot, probably more than I should. The bag that you take for not the carry on, but the secondary bag that you get to carry. For women, it's like could be a purse. Oh, or the personal could, item. The oh, personal I have item. my like Madewell handbag that I use for work. 
that is just my tote that I bring everywhere. It's actually, it's you can't do it up at the top, which is kind of annoying when you put it under the seat. That was be my first thing. I, I yeah. would be really worried about shit falling out. Ugh. But I also get to that. No, but what I it have, does. I have oh, so okay. what I, I have wrong. that bag and it has like my book and my magazine, and my bottle of water in it. And then what I do is I have this um, little. It's from um, like another subway ad company, Parachute. Um, mm-hmm. that do all the nice oh, yeah. sheets but they have this little travel kit which is like a merino wool blanket and eye mask and it goes in a little bag that you yes. can fold up and put it in so then I put that and I also put my like passport some lip balm moisturizer anything I want for when I'm like trapped in my seat I'm sorry I want a story just on this setup and to be I put, shared with all of us. Does it have pockets? Does the bag have, a, have like no, little ju- pockets? No, it's just like a little pouch that keeps the blanket and the eye mask in, but it's roomy enough that you can put a few other like essentials oh, in. Oh, I see. I love that you okay. asked about pockets, though. So then I have that inside. All my like valuables are in that inside my Madewell bag so mm-hmm. that I can slip it under the seat and I don't have to worry about like my passport falling out or anything. Or I can take it out and put it in the little pouch at the back of the seat um, in front of me and then keep mm. everything in that. Hmm. And then take out the blanket. When it's very I... different. Like it sounds like your personal item is like pure essentials for the flight. Oh, completely. Mm. Mine yeah. is like yes. a backpack filled to the brim. Like everything that's like in my carry-on, right? So it's like, but but not I not just the book I'm reading on the plane, but my other book and like all my yeah. you know my. But you camera. probably have one bag, right? When you're because your carry-on is also your personal item. Well, no, because I can get away with it because, like we were saying earlier, the backpack rule, right? So like I have the the the. Oh, yeah. The rolly suitcase carry-on. That's my carry-on, and then they look that I'm wearing a backpack, and they're like, "Cool, personal item," even though it's the same size yeah. as my. No, mine's like my carry-on. I'm has... the bro you were talking about. You are the, bl- the you bro. You are. <laughs> <laughs> <And> words <laughs> say. No, I have my yeah. I have my carry-on that hopefully I can get on the plane and I don't have to check it. And then I have my personal item, and that has all my essentials for like being on the plane. I totally yeah. I um, agree. Okay. I like your stuff. Right. Sorry. Karina. I this is a complaint I have, and so my plea to tote and personal item designers everywhere is just put a zipper on the top because if I have my wallet and my keys and a lip gloss or whatever the hell else and my laptop, the open model that is super preferred and popular right now doesn't help me when I throw it on a conveyor belt. Yeah. I or put my, it through the yeah. put it under the seat in front of you, and you're asleep, and it gets knocked over, and I, shit gets scattered correct. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Do, it, do you think people steal things from those trays? No, I. But I lose. It things, would be a big and risk. I hate losing things. It'd be a big risk. Because I no, but I always worry about it, especially because I like put my green card in the oh. tray with all my other stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm apart from it for like I left two my minutes. ID I, in I always the walk through once. with you're my going passport to the in gulag. my hand. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a there's a wire mesh cage in Texas waiting for you. Too real. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> nah, I'm, unfortunately, I'm English, so they're not worried no, about not me. not coming after you. Um, one thing I'll say with that tote situation is that Mark and Graham has a really organized sort of, like you were talking about Lale, it's, it's, they call it a clutch, I can't remember the name, but unzip it and there's a place for your phone, your charger, your pen, like your ID, your money, all that. I never I just, realized like, what a pouch was useful for yeah it's like the top kit but yeah. not for makeup top kit okay that's huh? another topic but while we're on the, the the personal item i came back around from pocket land to you know just sort of big pouch and the thing that brought me there was the sea bags which is a company from maine like me and 
they make mostly totes. They sort of started with totes. Now they've branched into other things out of discarded sails. So it's like recycled sails, sails from sailboats that they turn into bags. And I tried this the first time. There's like a sort of pocket in there that you can put your passport in or whatever, but everything else is just an open bag and they have different sizes. Um, the things look really cool, but what I love about them is that to Seb's point, they are not made out of ripstop nylon, but they are waterproof and they're very, very tough. And I felt like moving around the airport um, and then putting them under the seat, not only did they sort of stand up to all of that and, and look kind of cool, um, but when you get to whatever destination, if it happens to be a beach destination, which it did the first time I tried this because it was Greece, um, you have your beach bag with you. And now you just convert that into you take your laptop out and whatever else. Um, and you and you now have your beach bag and it's like super durable and can handle all of that. Does it get all stuff. sandy when you have to put stuff back it in? It does. You definitely want to shake it out before you catch your flight home. And like, but there's a fairly like good integrity to the bag and it's simple enough mm -hmm. that you can shake it out and like it's not gonna there's no place for the sand to hide you know it's like just like one pocket what i love about this is you pick up on the fact that a lot of times you are leaving a destination in one level of existence which is like business or airport or crowd or what have you but you're landing in beach and everyone's on vacation so the fact that there's a transition there that it builds in for, I think is really smart and we don't think about that enough. Yeah, dual purpose. Mm. So Dopkit, where the hell does it, I hate this like name. I don't Me know too. why. Me too, what does that mean? Name. Where does I it love come it. from? Who the fuck you, is Dop? I don't know, who cares? It's so old and classic and adorable. Is it? I don't know. I, 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 I have to be honest with you guys. Tell me, Seth. Tell me true. background, but I had not heard that term until I started working at Condé Nast Traveler. I actually hadn't either. Really? Oh, no. I heard like toiletries life. bag, cosmetic yeah. bag. bag. I've it's heard, a wash bag. I've heard many different things. I've never heard capital D DOP kit. Who is DOP? Does That's a great know? question. I don't know, but tweet, a lot of people tweet, search for it. Tweet at Google. us if you know who the hell DOP was. Is this another And why he gets his own kit. From what? our culture? DOP. Southern. No, because... No, because I've known... People who are not Southern in any way who You're used right. Dop Kit. It just has this like precious quaintness, this sort of self satisfied, smug quaintness that I really don't like. Just I'm the sorry, name. but like everyone carries a bag when they travel that has like toothbrush, Why toothpaste. To it's a wash bag. Wash face. What, what's wash what's face? the difference? <laughs> you have to wash your face. <laughs> Something, <laughs> tools. You have the wash face time you have of the, the day. Face. It's That's an alternate name for it. <laughs> I wish. Um, the Dop Kit was named after Charles Dop Dopelt. Dop Doppelt? Doppelt. Doppelt. Mm -hmm. A leather craftsman who moved to the U.S. from Germany in the 1900s. Oh, it does sound a bit German. Yeah. Mm. Although the actual work of creating the first Dop Kit is said to have been Doppelt's nephew and employee, Jerome Harris. So we the kit. call it the Harris. The Harris kit. An the apprentice. Kit, the kit was given its name Dop, short for Dopelt, which because Dopelt owned the company that made it. Classic, classic story of the boss getting all the credit. Yep. Uh, That's every so every Brad, legacy legacy brands them. ever. <laughs> don't don't zero in on the Dop kit. You're being unfair. Louis Vuitton never made anything, <laughs> whoever that guy was. I went to that exhibit for those bags. I actually think I was thinking specifically of 
the art and food worlds when I made that comment. Mm-hmm. But that is for a different podcast. Oh, okay, yes. Great. As is the podcast where Seb reads from Wikipedia more fulsomely we're gonna, about various travel items. <laughs> anyway, you want to hear more about it? <laughs> no, I think no, we're I good. I do. He was born in. Wait, but what, later. No, but if we're talking about them, what do people put in them? Yeah. I know we need to wrap up, but... Yeah, yeah. What's, what, what's in your top kit? Essentials. What does that Am mean? I, okay, I actually... I filed you this already for said intimate, so we can leave that out of the whatever intimate. Yeah, that was in the top <laughs> kit, Brad. <laughs> okay. Separate cubes. Um, no, for the top kit, as a wash kit, as Lolly likes to call it, the TSA has regulations, so my strategy is to hoard and keep and then deploy samples. So anything Kiehl's will give me or any other products I love. Does and anyone, eat, sorry, quick and sorry. Just go there. I'm just going to go away. Does anyone actually take their liquids out? When you go through security, I if you're never not have TSA pre. Uh, no, Heathrow Airport. Um, I never in have. London. They make you take them out. In every New York have. airport, I've never had to take them out. In the UK, every time. And I, I at once had a semi-transparent bag, and they like lambasted me for it, and I got like a whole lecture um, for using it. I'll have and, my Harris kit in my backpack. They did not and do it to me. They won't really. At either ever, boys. Huh. Interesting. Never. And I know that everything in there is under three ounces or whatever because I know the rules. I think it's because you're they guys, won't take it you have out. less product. I've you never can't taken create it out a bomb. in the U.S., though. Interesting. Ever. Anyway, sorry, continue. It's not that interesting, but I'll continue. Um, I have a mini electric toothbrush that is battery powered. And then all the samples of all the products that I love that are mini size that can fit in the docket. So I can continue my beautification routine. <laughs> like moisturizing and cleaning my face every night. Everything remains preserved. Mm-hmm. Seb, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I actually, actually, like, I actually like really want to know. I love this as Ready, a counter to my answer. Toothpaste, comb, uh, deodorant, contacts. Seb, shaver. I'm looking at you right now, and your skin is like a petal. So Wait. I know you use products. I don't. You just use the hotel ones. And I use whatever's at the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And if you're in a nice hotel, the products can be really nice. Exactly. Like, it actually isn't crazy to... Wait. If you know you're going somewhere nice... I have like, to ask both of you, because you've traveled more places recently than I have, but have you noticed that there are certain products that appeal to, like, your hair or your skin, depending on the country? I hear this yeah. a lot, and I never thought right, about so it. I, I've heard that, like, U.S. products are terrible for your I hair. I haven't noticed. <laughs> really? So, no, this... This makes me sound like insane, but I'm convinced that like different water in different places makes oh, my hair 100%. behave differently. So it's not it's the water, not right? the product. Because I, I, I think, I think the it's water, the water. Yeah. The water definitely, because it it has different minerality. Yeah, yeah. Right? It has okay. different hardness or softness. I've heard I've heard people describe like a city's water as being dry. Yeah, yeah. Which does is, hmm. doesn't make any sense, but no, like it soft. does make sense well, when you say soft. Hard and hard soft, and soft, soft. Is what yeah. I always hear. Yeah. Uh, you know what that means because when it's one or the other, you definitely feel it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Lale. Um, what is in my wash bag? Mini versions of products I like. I have a little mini Aesop uh, moisturizer that I like to carry around. A lot of the very bougie brands that I spend too much money on have travel size versions because they know idiots like me will buy them. <laughs> The checkout aisle at Sephora is a really good place to get everything you need for your trip the night before you go. It's like, oh no, I have my like mini versions of my normal like skin routine. So I'll have like a mini cleanser, a mini toner and a serum and a moisturizer. Ooh, and Aesop does a nice little hand sanitizer. Where are you getting these Aesops? The Oculus. 
Where? The Oculus. <laughs> Below <Sorry>. our building. <laughs> but sorry. No, Is there they an have mini store there. There's an Aesop store. Oh, I and know they that. have travel size things. They sell little travel kits. Oh my god. Sorry. Great way, gift for people. Way inside. Great baseball. gift for people. Yes. Aesop travel kits. Yeah. And the parachute. Uh, travel. Oh yes, and then I have my little blanket and eye mask, and uh, hand cream is very good. Can't get on a plane without lip balm, face wipes because you don't have to skirt any liquid limits with them. I actually usually bring face wipes when I'm traveling, and brand. they're good for. Ooh, what do I like? Simple. Simple is yeah, a brand. It's a brand. I like Ursa Major, but harder to find. Seb, what's your lip balm? Oh, I do like oh. Ursa Major. Right. Yeah. Whatever my girlfriend has. <laughs> Kills. Do, do you actually use it? Yeah. Okay. If my lips are Unscented. dry. <laughs> I don't use it preventatively. I use it curatively. Seb is still that dude using Carmex from when we were 15. <laughs> oh, and, we're like, shiny. Uh, and it smells. And it's like, we're not skiing right Cam now. Four. Yeah. It smells like also, four. I will say that face wipes, um, if you're like in a real pinch and you have a layover and you're on some like 24-hour flight... It's basically re- a shower. Can really freshen you up. Yeah. Okay. Face wipes. Well, no. you can just you know like under the arm, sinking a box. you up. I know. I know a lot of uh, bike commuters to work who use who swear by these wipes. I it's am like so taking a shower. If you could, do it right, you'd like take a shower. We could legitimize this for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I've thought about doing it. I'll let you know when I start. You guys will know when <laughs> I, I start. Think, I think oh. we will know. To work. Yeah. I think we will. All righty. Don't forget. How could you not subscribe to the podcast? With tips like these coming at you. <laughs> we are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. You cannot avoid us. We are everywhere. Visit us at cntraveler.com, where the complete guide to packing is now live and ready to solve all of your packing problems. What's your favorite piece from the from the package, Lale? Um, my favorite is the one where editors reveal what's in their dop kits. We oh, fo- like this. Yeah, it's very <laughs> much just the conversation we just had. Karina took part in it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get any male volunteers. That's weird. Um, no one so responded weird. to the Slack call out. Um, I didn't see the Slack call. I was away. Sure, sure. Also, you just heard what's in, it would have been interesting. It would have been incredibly boring. <laughs> Speed <laughs> stick. <laughs> I, would, I would have been into it. it. Um, like a money uh, clip. The photos are super fun and little tips and anecdotes from all of our editors. All right. So you can find that. What's going on in Women Who Travel? Oh, God, so much. Um, next episode, we talk to the editor of Refinery29's The Money Diaries about how to budget for your trip. And mm. she had... A lot of amazing insights. Boku tips. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Made me realize, I knew I was bad with money. Didn't realize how, how bad, bad I was. Until I faced that daily. Yeah, it was bad. She told me how much I was supposed to have my in my 401k. Oh, and I thought I was going to. No, no, nope. yeah. can't, no. Hard pass. Don't start pass. that with me. No. Yeah. Um, nothing. It's fine. But it's really entertaining, super helpful. Actually, really makes... Even if you feel like you're in um, dire straits financially, she has great ways to make you feel like travel is still a possibility and you can still be adventurous and still do exciting things. So it's great. Man, they have really interesting people on the Women Who Travel podcast. I, know. I just have you guys. It's better than ours. You stuck with us. I'm so sorry. Just. <laughs> I feel so inadequate. We are. Uh, we Sorry. are at Condé Nast Traveler on Facebook and YouTube. CN Traveler on Instagram and Twitter. Please do tweet at us. Let us know what your favorite luggage is. Let us know what you feel like the luggage industry is not doing for you today and needs to do for you. We will get the word back out. 
review us on iTunes. We really do appreciate it. Lale, I just would like to wish you a happy 45th birthday. Thank you. I know you. it's been a great day for oh you. God, the joke's you're still going. For, you're looking forward <laughs> Sorry to, to all the 45-year-olds out there. <laughs> or over 45s, as the case may be. How can people wish you a happy birthday on the internet? Um, well, my birthday's every day. And they can find me at Lale Hannah on Instagram. Seb? I'm at Seb Modek. Birthday's every other day. Karina? At Karina Quinn. Birthday once a year. I'm a cancer. I want to live it up. I'm a cancer too. Yay! And I'm at Bradrick, and I'm done with the birthdays. Blew it out. <laughs> no done more. With it. No more. Okay. Thanks. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>